This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Community Diary. It's 7.44 on Power 98.7 and in our community diary as we continue and close off October, the 29th of October, we are speaking to Marina Lopez. She is a teacher at Waverly Girls High School um, and she taught our producer. (laughs) <laughs> um, Danico and um, yeah I mean Danico just went on and on and on about Mrs. Lopez good morning champion Marina Lopez Ooh, wow good morning <laughs> I mean I think today that's just how we must, we must be addressing each other yes we are just champions we're right? just champions absolutely so share with us about the about how you got into education or into teaching um, and what you love about being a teacher I got into teaching when I was in grade 11. I was a prefect at Waverly Girls um, High School. Okay. Yes, the same school I went to. I attended the same school. And then um, I actually had a passion for journalism, funnily enough. And I actually wanted to go into TV and radio. Yeah. Um, My dream was always to be on carte blanche. Lovely. (laughs) And then um, I had a very rowdy group of um, grade 11s. At that stage, we were prefects. And then we um, had to be in charge of a certain grade. So I saw the difference that I made in that group of learners when um, at the end of their year, they actually became the best grade in the school. So I thought to myself, you know, I'm obviously making a difference in the education system as such. So I thought, let me go into teaching. And I was going to specialize to open up my own remedial practice Mm -hmm. for special kids. And then I just actually went back to Waverley. I'm on teaching practicals after I was um, finishing my degree at WITS. And um, the school asked me to stay. And my plan was to stay there for two years Mm -hmm. and then go into specializing. And 23 years later, I'm still at Waverley. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) But what do you think also it is about teachers where you hardly move, where teachers hardly move to other schools? Yes, funny, in corporate, um, they say the more you move, the better for you. Mm. But in teaching, when you actually interview people and you see continuity on their CVs, it's a good thing um, because you connect with the certain systems at the school. Um, you actually stay in one place and make a difference. And there you can see, I think you have your niche, you connect with the learners, you connect with the staff, and you become part and parcel of the history and the traditions of the school. So I think it's better to stay in an institution where you can see you making a huge difference. So my opinion is why move? Uh, Learners Mm. are learners wherever you go. So to me, uh, I've just always wanted to stay at the school where I'm most happy, and that is Waverly Girls High School. Do you think you'll still open your special school or, you know, work with special needs children? And no, to be honest, um, I always, you know, I looked back and I thought, why did God close that door for me? Mm -hmm. Um, Almost, and I questioned it, and it was quite a thing in my life where I thought, why have I not gone into that? And I realized God knows me better than I did at that stage because I'm far too sensitive as a person and I take things very much to heart. 
So I think looking at children that perhaps struggle um, with the smallest thing, it would actually get to me personally on a personal level mm-hmm. and it would hurt. Um, I would just want to almost make the whole world better. Mm-hmm. And I think to see any learner that's not coping, um, it would really affect me more. So I think I belong, I am where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for you, 23 years later, what are you hoping that your learners take away from you? Not even from being at Waverly Girls, but from you as a teacher. Yeah, from me as a teacher, um, you're a role model daily to so many learners. And um, the what I have seen through the years, so many of them coming back, they remember the passion that you display and the relationships that you build with mm. people. It's not just on a level. I mean, like I said, I started, I was extremely young when I started teaching in 2000. And some of the closest people I've kept in touch with were merely three, four years younger than me mm. when I came to the school. Sure. And, you know, now they've got their own families, their own businesses, and you're still in touch with them. So I believe in any job you create these close relationships with people. You are a role model to so many people daily. And I believe perseverance is one thing. Your passion for um, people around you is another thing. And organization. You know, I believe uh, I'm hardly, I'm actually never absent at school. My husband often says to me, you know, you're not well today, stay home. And I said, you know, we work with people and um, they are my client as such. And if I'm absent, they must out on an entire day of teaching. So my learners will often say to me, ma'am, you know, you're always at school. Um, you always organized, um, you know what you're doing, and you're just a happy person. You're smiling. You know, if I don't smile the whole time, they immediately say, what's wrong today? And I said, I'm not a clown. I can't smile permanently. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I do feel that's some of the core things that you need to take away from any profession, not just teaching. But because you're in the limelight all the time, the entire day in front yeah. of a class of between 25 to 40 learners, you have to display that that professional self. You always have to look at your professional self and realize these are impressionable young people before you and just be that professional person that they can learn and take from. So from what I have heard about Mrs. Lopez <laughs> is that you are very kind, very caring, but you also keep in touch with your... And when I keep in touch, I mean, you know your learners, each and every one of them, personally. Mm. How do you do that? Sure. I don't know. You know, it's uh, (laughs) there are the naughtier ones that you get to know a lot quicker uh, (laughs) for the wrong reasons. (laughs) And funny, I love molding those because I'll always wonder why are they acting up like that? Mm. There must be a reason behind their behavior. And then you get to know them uh, through the years. When Tiniko was at school, funnily enough, that year 2010, um, they truly are one of my favorite groups ever. I'm wow. sorry to the rest of the learners <laughs> <laughs> that I teach, but that year particularly, um, it was, you know, when they left, I actually said it's like saying goodbye to almost 150 friends. And we cried at valediction and we've still kept in touch. I've gone to weddings of learners in that year. No. Um, really, there's some that are so connected. They'll even know if I'm sad and they'll just visit that day at school and say, ma'am, I just felt something wasn't okay. I wanted to pop by and say hello. So I've been graded to many groups through the year. And um, you do connect. It's a bit more difficult now because the groups have become larger. Mm. Um, 
there more there's a lot more responsibility now also with teaching so you find yourself running around like a bit of a headless chicken <laughs> so it's not always as easy to get to know each individual learner as i used to but i do try my best um to get to know everyone as best I can but that particular year I would even know their parents I would mm. know them by name surname so now um, yes I try my best but it's not always a hundred percent possible to know every single one of them like very very well yeah yes I'm glad that you mentioned the issue of more responsibility for teachers and also you feel like running around mm. like a headless chicken what do you make of the state of education in the country now I mean you've been in the profession for 23 mm. years mm. Um, the state of education, I think it's um, it's got its challenges, like everything. But I think we're getting there. We're getting there slowly but surely. Um, small steps. Uh, generations are definitely becoming more educated. Um, so the country is getting better. People have a more open mindset. And I can see it in our learners. There's so many mature girls that are coming through the system, well-spoken, um, very responsible in everything that they do and they are going to be the ones that make a difference. Uh, money is an issue obviously in the country. Budgets, uh, constraints of budgets always make things more difficult for schools but we build up resilience. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what South Africans are famous for, our resilience and you know sometimes you just don't have so because your, um, your learners are important to you, you make alternate plans. Um, if you run out of paper for example, you'll be able to send the resources via WhatsApp to the learners now. So, you know, in 10 years ago, it was unheard of uh, mm. that you can do something like that. But, you know, I, th I think we are getting there slowly, but surely. Uh, the, the CAP syllabus that um, we have is a very good holistic approach to teaching. And uh, I think the education system is a good one in South Africa, definitely. Amazing, amazing mm. stuff. In conversation with Marina Lopez, she's a teacher at Waverly Girls High School, 0861-987-000. That's the number that you can dial if you've got questions or comments for um, Mrs. Lopez. You mentioned, um, you know, technology and, you know, how teachers can start using that. We are, of course, in this for IR um, time right mm. now. How mm. are you using technology to educate your learners, but also to find ways to edutain them, so to also use it as an entertainment platform? Mm. Uh, we've actually got, uh, it's called Cybono at our school, and mm. it's a computer lab. So our learners have developed web pages for our school. They themselves actually developed the web page. So whenever we have a function, you know, I liaise with them. We take photos, we put it up, and the school becomes more known in that regard. Some of our learners have even gone on robotics courses, mm. um, which is phenomenal if we actually look at, I mean, we are government school, an ex-Model C school. So it's really leap, it's gone in leaps and bounds, I must say, and um I personally, <laughs> I still have my old desks from a million years ago, and um, I still love, I'm a chalk and board teacher, uh, but uh, on a platform of like WhatsApp, uh, I will, we show our learners um, videos, like I teach poetry, I'm an Afrikaans and English teacher, mm -hmm. so we show them YouTube videos of um, certain, like different teachers explaining the poem perhaps in a different way, or we'll show them the movie of the drama that we do in class. So um, some other teachers have whiteboards in their classrooms. You know, also we did have whiteboards and then people break into the school mm. and then they steal mm. them. So it becomes a problem. We've had theft twice in the school before. Sure. So you have to, 
you just have to make do with what you've got. So sometimes I feel if I can't go ahead with my lesson because technology stopped me, uh, then chalk and board is always there (laughs) and you can't steal my fingers. So (laughs) I can write on the board. So I'm a bit old fashioned in that regard, but on my phone, I'm I'm a pro. So we do send um, all these things to our learners because obviously resources are limited. So, Mm. you know, if you get a document explaining the play that you do, that's a hundred pages, We've got 164 metrics, so to make copies of that for 164 learners is impossible. Mm-hmm. So then we'll send it via WhatsApp in a PDF, and then they've got it. And they can, in their own leisure, watch the, the, the explanations. And the school actually does have Wi-Fi for the learners and the staff. So when they're at school, they can actually um, you know, download all of these things that they can use at home. Have you found that learners actually do use that WhatsApp or, or, or do you find that there are some of them that don't, you know, they, they, they use the WhatsApps or they use their phones for other reasons instead of studying, of course. A hundred and fifty percent. Yes, your phones are both a, a solution and a massive obstacle. Mm. I must say um, it is definitely the generation of um, technology where I always call it their cell phone is like the 11th finger. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you're teaching and that learner, they're not supposed to have their phones at school as such, mm. except if it's, you know, they'll bring it if a teacher needs it on a particular day for a, a lesson. But uh, we find it's very difficult. Like now with matric exams, we have to scan them. One of the new rules mm. for exams is to scan the learners as they walk into a venue to ensure that they don't have their phones for cheating purposes. So our learners, it's just a generation of being live on um, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok. So, you know, at school, you just see them in the corridors passing one another with their cell phones in their hands. So it often is both uh, an obstacle and um, a solution, if I can put it that mm. way. So you'll it'll be good in one way, but in the other, I do find it a bit paralyzing at times, um, the cell phone generation, I must be honest. Sure. How best do you think teachers should be celebrated or can be celebrated? I mean, you guys, are you build a nation. You know, on platforms like this, um, not long ago I was um, interviewed by Toliswa Zondo, mm-hmm. and a shout out to her today is her birthday. <laughs> so she was also here in the studio. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, for me, the biggest gift, um, I don't see it as material ob- and a material objective because I teach for the outcome, not the income, as I say. Uh, is things like what Tiniko does. Uh, they reach out to you um, on days like my birthday. My husband knows I hardly ever want to go anywhere on my birthday. I want to be at home because I just get hundreds of messages from past learners, uh, present learners. Uh, You know, and when people see you, um, they, they say the same thing. And it's so wonderful to know that your character was seen by so many learners in the same regard. So to see my team of learners and present learners connecting with me on such a level to me is a huge gift. Um, and I do feel on platforms like this where you can be celebrated, where you can tell your story. Um, obviously, not everyone can go on radio and TV. Mm. There are millions of teachers. But I think learners need to engage with the educators, just thank them. You know, at the end of the year, that little thank you, the little card, um, no, ne- no need for a gift, but be thankful. And many learners will walk out of my class and say, thanks for the lesson, ma'am, or, you know, you're just the best. Can I have a hug? So to me, that makes all the difference in the world is really that emotional connection that you mm-hmm. have, definitely. 
must be so lovely to have learners say you're just the best, mm. telling no, you that is. you're just the best. It really is. Uh, it's, you know, you think, I often say, gee, God, why are you so good to me? You know, mm. sometimes thinking, you know, you're happy and you've got a, a good life. And, and you know, my mother will often say to me, you're blessed because you do so much good daily to so many lives. And when you have learners come back and speak to you and you realize, wow, I have made that difference. Now I know why I'm blessed in return. Because as if you're passionate, I feel in your job, you won't maybe even realize. They often say, you know, if you love what you do, you won't work a day in your life. Mm. So it's just something that you you happy doing, and that's teaching. Mm. In conversation with Marina Lopez, Mrs. Lopez, teacher at Waverly Girls High School, I've got about two more questions for her, so I'm going to request that she stays put, and we'll continue our conversation with her after news. Community Diary. Eight minutes after eight o'clock, coming up in this hour, we speak to Pastor Giet Kosa. He's a pastor at World Changes Church, and we look at the complexities of running or owning a church, and they're also having their three-year celebration today. So Pastor Kosa will be joining us, and then we also speak about, we speak to Jesus Culture, the gospel group. We'll also be speaking to them later on in this hour, a very busy hour as we say goodbye to you at the top of nine o'clock, champs, but we, you know, Power 98.7 will keep you company throughout the day. Joining us still in studio is Marina Lopez, Mrs. Lopez as she's known um, by her learners teacher at Waverly Girls High School. Mrs. Lopez, you know you mentioned before the news and you spoke quite um, extensively about um, you know you asking God this and that, you know you thanking mm. God for this and that. How has your relationship with God gotten you to where you are and the type of teacher that you are? Uh, my grandfather, uh, who I never met because he died when my mom was five, but mm-hmm. uh, my grandfather was a priest. And um, I've always grown up in a very religious household. Uh, I'm Orthodox Christian, a Serbian, and um, faith to me has been my uh, absolute um, everything in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talk to God all the time um, and I see him everywhere, you know, in small things when things go wrong and I just pray to him and I say, just help me make the right decision. Um, just keep me on the right course. And uh, it's been a huge cornerstone of my life, uh, my faith. I even have a tattoo that says faith. Yeah, uh, you I just see. have to remind yourself that, you know, at the end of the day, being a good person, whoever you pray to, I always believe. Um, whatever you believe, whatever religion you are, whatever you, whomever you pray to, or whatever you pray to, as long as you're a good person. Uh, at the end of the day, my dad always used to say to me, "If you can go to bed every night with a clear conscience and put your head down, and know you can sleep peacefully, uh, then you know you've done the right thing." And just to make God proud of the person that you are daily, mm-hmm. that you don't disappoint Him and the people that you love. So that is my motto in life: is just do the right thing. That is so beautiful. Mm. You know, just be a kind person. Just be a kind person. Life yeah. is hard as it is for people, mm. right, Mrs. Mm. Lopez? Definitely. So share with us, uh, for your learners at Waverly Girls High School, matric exams are starting tomorrow. Mm. What is your message to the matric class of 2023, but specifically to your learners? Yes, uh, to my learners. Go out there, fly into the future. As I've said to you, be selfish. Now is your time to be everything for yourself. The world is your oyster. you female, you African, and you can go out there and do this and 
do your best, stay steadfast, work hard. You've done your best this year and now it's just your time and grab the opportunity. Good luck, girls. Thank you so much, Miss Lopez. And thank you for sharing your time with us this morning. Um, what, are you, what are you hoping for, for the girls, for matric? Sure, I'd love every single one of them to make it. It's uh-huh. not just, I know at the end of the day for the country and for the school, it's about statistics. But at the end of the day, those learners are human beings. And just to even think if there are one or two learners that don't make it, um, what happens? You mm-hmm. know, it's not the end of the road. As I've said to my learners, there's always there are always other opportunities to better yourself. But I really would love each and every single one of them to get their matric certificate, to go out there and be the best person that they can be in whichever field um, they choose to to practice. Amazing. Thank you so much, no, Mrs. Thank Lopez. You. Thank you so much. And really much. thank you for being such a kind person, you know, and, and it's it's you can hear it. Um, I mean, Danica, of course, she's saying your praises. <laughs> but you can really hear that you're, you're a kind and caring teacher. And I hope you stay like that. Don't let the younger ones really like change <laughs> no, sure. your personality. <laughs> uh, no, they won't. <laughs> thank you so much, no, Mrs. Lopez. Me. Marina Lopez, teacher at Waverly Girls High School, speaking to us about her love for teaching and a message to her learners as well. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.